Trying to find this vibe for long time Always seeming like it's coming on its own time But it feels so good, ain't gonna lie My ride or die, feels so good, ain't gonna lie Not our last goodbye, all the way up and you can take this Cause it's feeling so real that you can fake this But it feels so good, ain't gonna lie My ride or die, feels so good, ain't gonna lie Goodbye. We ain't never gonna quit. We ain't never gonna quit it, boy. Nah, we ain't never gonna quit. Nah, nah, nah. We ain't never gonna quit it. This is Brother Roy Rikas Jones, 
phasing up again to phase two from phase one. Um, just keep your uh, your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the, of the Lord are towards the righteous and his ears are towards their cries. The, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut cut off the memory of them from the earth. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. I love you, brothers. Stay focused and keep your eyes on Jesus. July 18th. As we look into the New Testament today, we'll be reading from the book of Romans, chapter 4, beginning at verse 13, and we'll go through chapter 5, verse 5. Now, in chapter 4, Paul went back to Abraham and David to explain how God declares believing sinners righteous. Now he goes all the way back to Adam. Adam's sin passed sin and death onto the whole human race. But Christ's obedience gives righteousness and life to all who trust Him. In our first birth, we became condemned children of Adam. But in our second birth, we are the forgiven children of God. And there are riches, peace, access into God's grace, joy, hope, love, and the Holy Spirit. What riches we have in Christ. And trials work for us, not against us. And develop Christian character. How rich we are. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. July 18th. Romans chapter 4, verse 13 through chapter 5, verse 5. It is clear then that God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was not based on obedience to God's law, but on the new relationship with God that comes by faith. So if you claim that God's promise is for those who obey God's law and think they are good enough in God's sight, then you are saying that faith is useless. And in that case, the promise is also meaningless. But the law brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So that's why faith is the key. God's promise is given to us as a free gift, and we are certain to receive it, whether or not we follow Jewish customs, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe." That is what the Scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who brings into existence what didn't exist before. When God promised Abraham that he would become the father of many nations, Abraham believed him. God had also said, Your descendants will be as numerous as the stars even though such a promise seemed utterly impossible. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though he knew that he was too old to be a father at the age of one hundred, and that Sarah, his wife, had never been able to have children. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was absolutely convinced that God was able to do anything he promised, and because of Abraham's faith, God declared him to be righteous. Now this wonderful truth 
that God declared him to be righteous wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was for us too, assuring us that God will also declare us to be righteous if we believe in God, who brought Jesus our Lord back from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and He was raised from the dead to make us right with God. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of highest privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are good for us. They help us learn to endure, and endurance develops strength of character in us, and character strengthens our confident expectation of salvation, and this expectation will not disappoint us, for we know how dearly God loves us, because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Desperate for changing, starving for truth. I'm closer to where I started, we're chasing after you. I'm falling even more in love with you, letting go of all I've held on to. I'm standing here until you make me.
This is Jeremy phasing up from two to three. I'd just like to tell you guys uh, down the farm, keep pressing on towards the goal. You guys are doing great. Just keep thirsting for that knowledge and uh, finding Jesus and walking with him. Um, you guys are going to do great. Um, my second phase brothers, can't wait to see you up here in Columbus full time. Uh, I love you guys and see you soon. Today we're reading Psalm 14 verses 1 through 7. The contrast is between the generation of the wicked and the generation of the righteous. Now the latter group is made up of those who have trusted the Lord and seek Him and His will. The generation of the wicked is composed of people who are practical atheists. God is not in their hearts. No matter what they may say and do outwardly, they can live without God. They disobey God and exploit people made in the image of God. They are corrupt, and so they do corrupt things. The generation of the righteous calls on the Lord, and He answers. God dwells with these people, protects them, and gives them joyful hope. The group may not be large, but it is precious to God, and the future of God's program rests with it. So, of which group are you a member? Have you made your allegiance known? Psalm 14, verses 1 through 7. For the choir director, a psalm of David. Only fools say in their hearts, There is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. No one does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if there is even one with real understanding, one who seeks for God. But no, all have turned away from God. All have become corrupt. No one does good, not even one. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread. They wouldn't think of praying to the Lord. Terror will grip them, for God is with those who obey Him. The wicked frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord will protect His people. Oh, that salvation would come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel! For when the Lord restores His people, Jacob will shout with joy, and Israel will rejoice. Proverbs 19, verse 17 If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and He will repay you.
To live another day Speaking my mind today I've gotta make a stand But I am just a man Somebody testify If you 
believe it. 